0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic
1: and not-so-classic games of the 8 and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Pokemon Red and Blue for the Game Boy Part 4.
0: That's right, folks and friends. Thank you so much for sticking through all these many, many parts of the Pokemon series we are doing here in Pokimay. We have covered everything from the strategy guide to the gameplay, everything but the last chunk of the game and the Pokédex, which we're going to cover more completely in another episode. Mm -hmm. So today, let's get right back into the game itself. Um, Real quick, before we get started, I just want
1: to... Apologize to everyone for so adamantly insisting that it was Carillion because I checked it out immediately after while I was editing that episode, and it is nowhere near
0: that. It's cerulean Yes, and I would also like to apologize to anyone that is befuddled and uh, annoyed by my constant mispronunciation or misnaming of the Pokemon themselves, <laughs> like Ratatata. Uh, a lot of it stems from the fact that I would just say them in goofy ways to annoy my children, uh, and it has stuck as my permanent... Uh, memory of what the names of these pokemon are so apologies all around sure sure but hey in your defense
1: you didn't insist multiple words <laughs> <laughs> i really chose the wrong uh hill to die on there i suppose but regardless let the adventure continue
0: and continue it shall on to saffron city is usually the next stop because you have gotten yourself a cool drink yes and that will allow you to, to satisfy the horrible thirst of any guard not letting you into this city. Right, right. Since it's blocked from four directions. <laughs> but I actually went a different way.
1: But at the suggestion of a, a, an FAQ I was reading where you can go to Fuchsia City now if you want to do some other stuff first. Uh,
0: now, I, that's the city in the south, correct?
1: Yes. And I don't know that it's necessarily better.
0: Oh, well, I'll tell you what I did, which was even crazier. I went all the way to the Safari zone.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's down in Fuchsia City.
0: Yeah. And I spent a ton of time there trying to get as many more Pokemon as I could so that I could have a better crew to level up through Saffron City.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, now that we've got the cut, there's plenty of things you can do. Like you can get the Fly
0: HM if you which is mm-hmm. near the Celadon City, I think. Well, and a lot of this opens up because at the end of our last episode, we were in the Pokemon Tower. Mm-hmm. And at the very top, you find the lost guy, Mr. Fuji, and he gives you that flute. Yeah, so you can wake up the Snorlax. Indeed. And that will allow you to move around more, more freely. So yeah, I went all the way down that route on the, the right side. And I even did a weird thing where I was like trying to avoid every human I could. Okay, and save them. So that I would save them for like, I was like, I need, I don't know why I thought I needed more humans to fight to level up the pokemon i was gonna get but i really thought i was going to
1: hey it works out yeah my big thing was that you know if you do go down to fuchsia city and, and mess around in the safari zone that's where you can get surf yes and i think if you and you can use that like to go on some some other little side questy kind of things that I, i'm sure we'll talk about in due time
0: but you can't activate surf as a overworld function until you've beaten one of the gym leaders isn't that right i think it's the one in fuchsia city yeah so i i was kind of bummed that i got it and then couldn't use it but i was happy i got some of those stronger pokemon that are there in the savari zone which we'll talk about in a little bit sure but the game has funneled you here to saffron city taunting you from northwest east and south and this uh sparked a big debate in my household as to what the color saffron was it's like an orange, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, or yellow? Let's you tell ta- that's that's the that was the great debate in my household. It is an orange, though I think, but it was uh... used to make yellows in antiquity, in oranges.
1: Right, right. There's the spice. Um, Wikipedia says it's the... a shade of yellow or orange. So,
0: <laughs> exactly. So the debate raged on. I mean, I have saffron in my my spice cabinet, and it is also used to dye the orange robes of monks. Mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully I have not sparked a new debate elsewhere with that little topic. But the city of Saffron is a nice big city. And when you first get to Saffron City, there's not a lot to do because most entrances to buildings are blocked. Yeah. These team
1: rocket members
0: up to their old tricks. Yes.
1: And as you talk around
0: here, I think this is where people are they security guards? yeah some are security guards i think some are team rocket or maybe they're just security guards team rocket people pretending to be security guards oh uh, yes very well could be now you can get into the Pokemart and the poke center yes so you don't have to worry about that but you cannot access the main gym right not yet but i think you can access the fighting gym right off the bat am i correct yeah this is
1: a It doesn't have a badge, but all of the, it's kind of themed just like a gym where they're all fighting type Pokemon.
0: Yeah. And instead of uh, a badge or a TM, when you beat it, you are actually given a Pokemon. That's right.
1: And we can get a Hitmon Lee or a Hitmon Chan. And who did you choose? I chose Hitmon Lee. Same. But honestly, I never used it. So
0: (laughs) I tried to use them a bit, but you know, I had way better Pokemon. In my roster.
1: Well, and I was like rolling through here with my new Haunter, mm. which just can't be hurt by any of their attacks. So I was like, Shh, fighting Pokemon. I, I got a little uh, dismissive of them, perhaps incorrectly so.
0: But the real star of the city is the Silph Co. Building, a massive skyscraper in the center of town. And Silph Co. I think is they're the people that make Pokemon equipment. Uh yeah, and I mean, right, they made the Sylph Scope, right? I would guess so. That would only make sense. I don't know if I just assumed that, but it could be. And once you are inside, you realize that not only is this a multi-level, quote-unquote, dungeon, but it has mm-hmm. many different warp tiles in it.
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> which is never a lot of fun. You know, this uh, an RPG standard, usually there's one in a lot of the older ones, just because it's type of dungeon you can do
0: to people yes but what's cool about this one i think is is that you technically don't actually have to use them very much because if you can get to the card key Mm -hmm. you can unlock all the doors and therefore just treat it almost level by level like a normal dungeon
1: yeah it's you know it has 11 floors but they all have like an elevator so you can get back to the entrance you know and which i want to say
0: is it looks like a, a lobby, you know, like of an office building. So it's pretty cool, and the layout of all of the floors is great. Like it, it does very well mimic a building. And like, there's offices where people are working. Terminals. There's scientists there that are like just scared. They're like, you know, tell you like, Team Rocket's taken over. What do we do? Yeah, and there's
1: like, what are they? Super nerds or these different? You know, there's like scientists who have electric Pokemon, or there's Team Rocket guys that you'll encounter, as well as different other humans.
0: Yeah, and my advice would be to, if you can, look up where that key is, that card key, and get there right away. It's on the fifth floor. You can just go all the way up and walk straight to it.
1: Yeah, that's the way to go for sure. And, and then
0: once you have that key, you can really just tackle each level independently pretty much, except for the very end. Now, when you do get towards the top, there's going to be someone waiting for you. Familiar face. Oh old rival. <laughs> yeah,
1: you hear his little tune start playing, and he comes and gets you.
0: And my game, Ninjak. Has arrived. Yeah. And, uh, you know, same old, same old. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Gary is always one of the tougher opponents you're going to fight. I always think so. And this is when he tells you that he will smell you later. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah. And (laughs) once you defeat him, there's a nearby, a scientist maybe, someone? Or an employee that gives you a Lapras, which is a water and ice type
0: Pokemon. Pretty awesome. And most importantly is that it can... Use that surf. Yeah, to get later. Yeah, yeah. Now to get to the actual top, you can get there, but you'll have no way of getting to the main office or anyone to fight. So you actually have to go down a couple floors and take a couple warp tiles.
1: Yeah, this is the the point. You can't avoid
0: them any longer. But it's not a huge chain. It's just
1: two. Yeah. So it's not too bad. And then when you get to the top, it's revealed that who's behind this whole thing? It's old Giovanni again.
0: Man, Giovanni.
1: Ugh! what a jerk and he's got some tough pokemon he has like a Rhyhorn horn here which I, I always wanted one but never managed to capture one not that i tried too hard but
0: oh yeah i'll say i grabbed one of those in that safari zone
1: oh sure yeah and if uh you can defeat old giovanni you do get a master ball here
0: yes the master ball isn't there only one in the game
1: i think so yeah and
0: yeah did you use your Master Ball ever?
1: No, I saved it because I was like, well, maybe I'll go after Mew or something, but I didn't end up doing it, but it was in my computer storage.
0: Fair enough. And once you have defeated him, you leave the building and the town is no longer under control of Team Rocket.
1: That's right. So now you can get into the the real gym, which is a psychic type themed gym.
0: But before you do that, there are a few little places you want to check out in the... Uh, town, there's a girl when you bought that pokey doll, the one you give to her, she'll give you the TM 31, which I'm guessing is really important, but I don't remember. Is it the mimic one? It's one of the ones that lets you do something a little out of uh, sorts. And this also... I used mimic on my
1: Mr. Mime. Makes sense. Yeah. You can also get a TM 29 in
0: here. Oh, from the guy that can read your mind?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is psychic, which is a psychic
0: attack. And it's also really strong. I wish i would have used it i also put that on my mr Mine. that's awesome and once you've done that now it's time to go fight sabrina the gym leader of the psychic type pokemon gym and this is a little bit of a rough zone i didn't really have there's not a lot to defend against these guys that's right and not only is the gym leader hard getting to the gym leader is its own unique ordeal
1: oh yeah because it's another it's another teleporting yeah and every maze. and it's
0: and I feel like it has more people to fight in it than your normal gym.
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because I was never 100% sure of the right path. It's not that big. It's I read divided that, into small rooms with like four teleporters a piece yeah. and one person. So you beat them if you want. I read
0: that if you always take the one in your same column, so either above or below you, mm-hmm. it'll take you to the gym leader. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's
0: yeah, not, not too terribly bad. Uh, but if you're like me. You got to fight every human being on the planet anyway. So you got to kill them all. I want to humiliate every person. So every citizen of this Kanto region can say, oh, I was defeated by that guy.
1: <laughs> yes, I am a loser.
0: But uh, yeah, gym leader Sabrina, tough man. She's got a Cadabra, a Mr. Mime, a Venomoth, probably the easiest of all of them to fight and an Alakazam. Mm. The big problem is the moth and the other ones, they're all like hitting you with some crazy status ailments.
1: Yeah. Um, and as a psychic Pokemon, they're either I guess they're weak against bug, but I didn't try that. But they are.
0: I had no a, good bugs.
1: Ghost uh, is a strong attack against the psychics. Oh, so man, I should have
0: I, I should have gotten that ghost. Yeah, I was leaning I got on them. I just didn't use them.
1: <laughs> Oh, because this you know, hard to damage. And then I just keep trying to, I, I specifically remember this fight because I had two or three of them asleep and she kept swapping them in and out like every turn. And I was like, all right, we'll just keep killing.
0: Slow going. But once you defeat her, you will get the Marsh Badge, which lets you control Pokemon up to level 40. I'm sorry, up to level 70 and TM 46. Ooh, which is Cy Wave. Man, I feel like a fool for not using any of these. It's all right. There's always a silver pearl.
1: I've thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can now, bet the next time I play Pokemon, I'm going TM's crazy.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go T M T.
1: Oh, that's even better.
0: <laughs> now, once you're done here, you can go uh, to where you're supposed to go, where we've already been. And that is south. You go to the right when you yeah. leave, you can oh, make uh, your way all the way over to route 12.
1: Yeah. Yeah. South of, of Lavender
0: Town, where the ghost tower was. And the, the sleeping Snorlax is blocking your path to get all the way over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your way down Route 12 is real interesting because it's a, I would say this is more of a, the marshy swamp area. It's all land interspersed with water. Yeah. There's a couple buildings along the path. Nothing too crazy going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Lots of fishermen to fight, that's for sure. Our old enemy, fishermen. Now, this is also where you can get the gloom slash vile plume or a weeping bell. And if you haven't caught Snorlax, I think you can find one or two on this route as well. And maybe the little uh, special dugout area you can get to with Cut.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And then at the very bottom is a little hedge maze. Yeah, yeah. And if you're trying to avoid fighting anybody, it's kind of a pain in the butt.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know, because it's it's so many single file paths that I I don't know how you would avoid them.
0: I mean, I guess a couple. Yeah, yeah. And then you find yourself in Fuchsia City. Which is less of a city and more of a zoo.
1: Well, yeah, this is the home of the Safari Zone.
0: And even outside of the Safari Zone, there's pins with Pokemon kind of roaming around in them. Of course, there is a gym, a mart, and a center. But there's also a fish farm.
1: Oh, yeah, you get the good rod, good fishing rod here.
0: Yes, I'm guessing you used it a lot.
1: (laughs) I did not, I'm afraid.
0: (laughs) And the Safari Zone is its own super unique area because it kind of breaks the rules you've known so far in the world of Pokemon. And to me, it feels like they were running out of time and they're like, let's just pad this area.
1: Yeah, it's a weird thing because now it's a it's a little area of like how many screens is it? Five,
0: four. There are there are three areas. There's the entrance zone and then branching from that are three areas you can get to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And while you're in here, instead of normal combat, you have, and instead of your normal Pokeballs, you have 30 Safari balls that you use as to try to capture creatures you encounter, as well as you can throw bait and rocks at them to help
0: somehow. So I can explain this to you because I spent a lot of time here and I okay, caught okay. most of the Pokemon that are in this place because I'm insane. <laughs> and the thing you didn't mention is that you're also on a timer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, the timer isn't set to time. It's actually set to steps. Right. So it's the number of steps you take. And at a certain number of steps, you will be kicked out of the Safari Zone. Mm -hmm. So while you're in the Safari Zone and you encounter creatures just like you would randomly, you can use a rock to anger them. When they are angry, they are easier to catch. Okay. But the problem with these Pokemon, unlike normal Pokemon, is they will run away. Yeah. They won't stay and fight you. So you can use the bait to make them docile and stick around i see but it's kind of pointless because then they're harder to catch
1: okay yeah i was kind of
0: confused where i was
1: like it didn't seem like one of them was useful (laughs) i don't
0: know so that one to me is not useful the key factor is you want to use the rocks to anger them to make them easier to catch but that also makes them want to run away more Mm. so it's kind of a catch 22 there gotcha and a lot of these pokemon in this area you can only find them here so it's kind of annoying
1: yeah, like the Nidorinos, all those. and
0: in- So let's go over what you can find in here. And they are kind of separated by each area. Now, without the Surf TM, you have to go in them in order. Area 1, 2, then 3. Mm-hmm. And Area 1 does have the house in it, I think, that has Surf in it. Okay. No, or that's the final one. That's Area 3. Yeah. Uh, area 1, though, does have Parasects, Venomoths, Pincers, Chanseys, and Nidorans. And Nidorans and Nido Queens or Nidorinas are super interesting because they are also one of the few uh, that can go through three evolutions.
1: Yeah, you can get up to like a Nid- Nido King. Nido yeah, King. Nido. Nido. Okay.
0: And uh, that one I do know. And uh, they're really good. They're poison slash ground, which is a killer combo, according to my son. Although mm. I never was able to get mine high enough to be useful. Gotcha. And the second area, you're going to find Executes, which I did end up using a bunch. I tried to get it up to Executor. Yeah. Just by the very end of the game to try to replace my Mr. Mime because it is a Grass slash Psychic. That's a good combo, man. Exactly. There are also Scythers in there and the Gross Lickitung. Yeah, that's gross. And Taurus the Bull.
1: The Taurus is one I I saw on some lists as one of the strongest and best Pokemon in the game. Yep. I never even saw one. <laughs>
0: Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> and area three is the same, except for it also adds doduos, the gross two-headed birds. I like those. And Kangas Khan,
1: which is pretty sweet,
0: kangaroo-looking one. Yes. And there are some buildings in here. You'll find people that are like, you know, they found some stuff. They're they're fun to talk to, but it's that third area you need to get to so that you can a find surf in the yes. secret house. But B, also find the teeth of the the warden of the safari zone.
1: Yeah, he mumbles some things. And since he's toothless, you can't understand. But he apparently dropped them here in area three You find them in a little pokeball.
0: Yeah. And once you return to him, give him his teeth, he will give you strength. And that will also let you move boulders now.
1: Yeah, which is pretty handy.
0: It is indeed. Now, let's talk about the gym here in Fuchsia City. The gym leader is Koga, and this is also a super annoying gym.
1: Yeah, this one is pretty tough because he is a uses poison types. And
0: they are super quick to poison you.
1: Oh, yeah. But and not
0: just him, every single person in his gym that you have to fight before him. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you have a psychic type, that's your best bet. Although my problem was that my psychic type wasn't that strong, so it's like he couldn't still take a ton of hits. Mm. And I, I wasn't killing them with one hit from my psychic Pokemon. Gotcha. And I was foolishly still trying to, like, level up other Pokemon. Oh, oh least. sure, sure. <laughs> even though I fight a gym leader, I got I to gotta get that, that Pokemon I'm leveling up out first. Yeah, yeah. I need that sweet XP, you know, sharing. Yep, you got to cycle it through. And Koga has a coughing, a muck, and a wheezing. He actually has two coughings. But once you defeat him, you get the soul badge, which, uh, you know, lets you... I know, do a lot of really great dances, and oh wait, no, (laughs) Uh, it just boosts the defense uh, of all your Pokemon, which is
1: nice. That's one of my favorite badge types, you know, where it's just like a blanket buff to all of your your creatures.
0: Because the ability to to control stronger ones is usually, you know, it's just kind of a you don't notice it. Yeah,
1: well, and like it's, I've never hit the limit before I got those, you know,
0: right. But once you're done with that, there is really only one place left to go, and that is through the water. But now that you have surf, you can take a little side trip if you'd like to the power plant. Yeah, it is. I think entirely optional.
1: I believe so. It involves some backtracking up to.
0: Well, there's a, a special road you can take—the cycling road. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I, I, I
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but
0: so so, uh, the cycling road is one of the ways to get back to the power plant. You could also just fly there or if go have... back up through the route to the right. I took the cycling road because I wanted to fight more people and be frustrated by the constantly being pushed back down to the bottom.
1: Okay. So how, how does it work? I did get a bike voucher, but I never took this route.
0: Well, you have to go get the bike first from the bike shop. Right. And then once you have the bicycle and you go onto cycling road, you're just on your bike. Mm-hmm. Now you can choose to get on your bike other times. Yeah. It's like double speed. Okay. Uh, but on, you have to have it for cycling road. And once you get to the hill, I did air quotes there, um, <laughs> like you are being pushed down at all times. Yeah. So if you let off of your button, you're just going to go straight back down.
1: Okay. And
0: on this path, there are, I don't think enemies to encounter, but there are humans, but other bicyclists to fight. Okay. And this is just a way to get to the left-hand side of Celadon City. Right, right. But at the top of the cycling road, that's where you get fly. Yeah,
1: you yeah. That's because I had ducked over here earlier. Once I From had the, cut, yeah, gotcha. And you can go, yeah, you go like through a kind of secret door in a building <laughs> to another building where you get it there. Indeed. So when I I was done at Fuchsia City, I just flew all the way back up.
0: Now at the very top, there is some grass. There are rad, radicites, radicates, radicate, radicate, and firo's. Yeah. Now, did you uh, go to the power plant? Yes, I, I definitely did. And it is a really interesting little side quest. I like that you don't have to do it. And I also like the fact that it is a fairly straightforward little zone.
1: Yeah, it's north of Lavender Town. Like, you have to kind of go up to Route 9. And before, we had to take a rock tunnel to get to Lavender Town. But now, we can use surf and take a little watery path. And then now you can stop over at the power plant.
0: Yeah, you've, you could see it before, but just not get to it. Yeah. And in the power plant are nothing but electric Pokemon. Yeah. There are Electrobugs, uh Raichus, Magnemites, Magnetons. And it's not really a maze. There are some little dead ends, but there's always an item in the dead end, which mm-hmm. I'm all about. Uh, but at the very end of it is Zapdos.
1: Yeah, one of the three legendaries, right? Legendary birds. Correct.
0: Yes. And this is, it's just sitting there. You can actually see it.
1: Yeah. And you can go up and do battle with it. Uh,
0: And it is your only encounter. If you kill it during this, then you'll never see another one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, it wasn't that tough to actually slowly weaken it because this bad boy is coming in at a level 50, which is much higher than I was. So, you know, I had my graveler out there just slowly beating it down. Same. Cause I, I didn't want to go too far, but, and then eventually throw an ultra ball and that changed my pokey life because this thing is so strong that I just well, I, using it for, and I didn't have a, an electric Pokemon, you know, like I mentioned before I had a volt orb with flash on it. So.
0: Yeah, this was my main electric too. And I loved it cause I had, did have a level 50 as my uh, blastoise was pretty powerful at this time. Oh wow. Okay. So I was like, Ready to rock and roll at this point. I had my <laughs> super water, my super electric, and you really want the super electric because next up, you need to go south back to the bottom of Fuchsia City and to routes 19 and 20, the water route.
1: Oh, yeah. And having a level 50 electric Pokemon here is really this is a, a power leveling time for me where I had that growl leaf and I was mm-hmm. like, I got to get it to level 50 before I to, so it learns its attack. And then I'll turn it, I'll use this Firestone to turn it into an Arcanine. I don't think that Mm. was the smartest thing to do, but it was just constantly switching between that Zapdos that kills him. Well, this
0: to me was the point at which I had gotten my uh, Dratini. I think you can get your Dratini here. Oh, okay. Fishing somewhere in this zone, you'll get it. Or maybe it was back at the fishing spot in Fuchsia City. Oh, perhaps, yeah. Uh, Because I got a Magikarp early in the game and. I should have picked a different starter because, man, I got that Giardos early on Yeah, for almost no reason besides (laughs) the fact that I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's Um, a powerful creature, right?
0: It is. It is. But as you know, like having two of the same type, it's kind of if one of them is really strong, it doesn't matter. Right, right. Now, all around now, now, all (laughs) along the water routes, you are going to be encountering a bunch of swimmers. And these swimmers all use water Pokemon, like we said so mm-hmm. just decimate them with your new zapdos.
1: Yes, and it's quite easy.
0: Not as easy is the following area, Seafoam Island and its cave system.
1: Yeah, cuz this is a, this is an interesting kind of puzzle cave where you have holes that you can fall down as well as push boulders down. You'll have to use your strength, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it's not always as intuitive as you would imagine.
1: No, it is one of those. Like I started just screwing around because I was like, "Oh, this will be simple and easy," and then it wasn't. And then I got to the bottom, realized what I had
0: to do, and then go back and redo it all. You know, which is annoying because there's some tough enemies in here. There are uh, Psyducks. Yeah, yeah. There are Kinglers, Slowpokes, Golbats, uh, some Staries, Staru, Stariu, Staru, Star you Star, star- you If Ryu was a star, he would be this thing. (laughs) There are seals, shelters, but most importantly, if you block off the correct, a secondary set of boulders to knock down, Mm -hmm. you can block the raging river at the bottom, which will allow you access to Articuno, the second legendary bird.
1: Yes, I was happy to see this. So in a similar fashion, you just get in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it is the exact same. You can catch it. This is the only time you will be able to, so don't kill it. The problem for me is being a ice flying type, my Blastoise was already stronger than this at this point. Mm. And therefore, I was like, meh.
1: I actually used this uh, as well as the Zapdos. It became a, a not quite as permanent because, you know, I did have... Well, at this point, it was a war turtle, but... Oh,
0: oh well, I guess that's the final form, right?
1: Or it was the second form, whatever. I thought Blastoise was the...
0: I don't know now. Yes, Blastoise is the final form. Okay, okay. I know, War Turtle sounds like it should be, because yeah, it's they... more intense. Yeah, they're both pretty, yeah. But once you have that Arctic and you have blocked up the right side of the river system as well, then you can go back up and leave this cave system. And sadly, you have more water to swim through.
1: Yes, but not too terribly much.
0: No. And when you are done swimming, you will find yourself on cinnabar island kind of a weird research area yeah yeah there's a the pokemon mansion here of course center mart gym all there but there is a mansion and a pokemon lab everything's pokemon in this town they're Pokemad. indeed
1: There and there's a pokemon lab where if you got a fossil and some amber you may have collected already and you can trade them to get some cool pokemon i got an aerodactyl uh, never really used
0: cool cool did you get a kabuto
1: i didn't oh or wait
0: almanite you i get got one the of those two
1: yeah yeah if you had it i got because i had an amber and i think i took the dome fossil i got a
0: kabuto but i never i never leveled it up
1: i think i did too but yeah i didn't use it like there's so many ones that i just ignored because i was like water i already have that even if this is two types i don't care
0: And I mean, once your water type's like level 50 something, I'm like, I don't have, not putting the time in on this guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, You can also
0: find uh, Grimers, Magmars, and like you said, Aerodactyls in this area, leading up to and right after the Sinbar Island. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Same with Coughings, Weezings, and Ponyta's. Ponyta. You'll find a lot of these in the mysterious Pokemon Mansion because if you try to go to the gym, it is locked up.
1: Yeah, you have to find the key. And someone and mansion, tells you, yeah, it's does. in the mansion, yeah.
0: And the mansion is in ruins.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: And full of really hard Pokemon that just, like, are relentless. Yeah, you got
1: on the poison you're gonna side.
0: Be, you're going to get poisoned constantly by that coughing and wheezing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then Ponyta's and Rapidash is, you know, like.
0: This is where I was like, okay, I'm going to go buy a bunch of the higher level repels. Mm-hmm. Because I found that so annoying in this area to just constantly having to fight all these coughings and pony ties.
1: Had enough.
0: Now, inside this building, there is a new mechanic as well. There are these statues. Mysterious statues. And when you touch them, they are switches that will open up doors on the floor you are on.
1: Yeah, so you're trying to explore open the doors and eventually this is another kind of old school rpg trope where you're trying to get to the bottom floor but you may notice an open area on the third floor so you have to jump and fall yes so pretty cool
0: yep and then at the very bottom is that key you can just leave and go straight to the gym which is weird because there's a i mean it's a normal gym now yeah yeah it's got blaine in it
1: yeah and he's This is for the Volcano
0: Badge, so of course you know
1: this is all fires.
0: He's quite a hothead, this Blaine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now he's got a Grolythe, Ponyta, Rapidash, and an Arcanine. And they're all, at this point, pretty high levels. They're in their 40s. Yeah, yeah. So again, this can be a rough one, but if you've got the right Pokemon, perhaps a water Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, or or uh, Articuno. (laughs) Yeah, or an ice water type Pokemon you just got at level 50, you can tear through these guys not too not too rough at all
1: oh i was legit like one hit a piece with that ice beam so
0: well my biggest problem is of course had to keep leveling up those guys so
1: sure yeah yeah
0: there's a free hit on 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 each one of my guys every time so that can be a little rough especially when they're at this level and once you've defeated him you get the volcano badge which uh, boosts the power of all your special attacks awesome And TM38, which is, I'm guessing, some sort of fire-based TM.
1: Uh, Yes, it's a fire blast.
0: Yep. Now, once you have defeated the Gym Master of Cinnabar Island, you may want to look at your your little pause menu, not at your Pokédex, not at your Pokémon, but at the player itself. Yeah, yeah. Where you can look at your playtime, and more importantly, the badges you have. And you're still missing one badge.
1: That's right. And if you can remember, way back in... What is that Pallet Town? Or no? Viridian City. The the gym was closed. That must be that's the only other gym.
0: Yes. Yeah, so you return to Viridian City, and the gym is now open. And who is the gym leader inside? Which is why old. was <laughs> this gym abandoned? Why, it's because our old friend Giovanni Ugh, is the gym leader. The worst. So once again, you must do battle with Giovanni, and he is running a full earth badge crew of various rock. And earth types, ground type mm-hmm. Pokemon, earth type. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is another tough one because not because, you know, you don't have things equipped to fight him, but because these are all level like 45 and level 50 Pokemon. and There are five of them. Yeah. Rhynehorn, Rhyhorn, Dugtrio, Niddoqueen, Nidoking, Nidoqueen, Nidoqueen, and Rhydon. And you better believe those king and queens are going to poison you.
1: Yeah. So be ready with some antidotes or your own poison types, I guess.
0: Or Max Heal. At this point, I was like, whatever. I'm just going to get the all-in-one. Indeed. But again, your water-type Pokemon are going to come in handy here. And so if you still have your Articuno and one other good water-type, you can definitely hold your own against these guys and take them down. And once you've defeated Giovanni, he actually uh, lets you know he's given up his life of crime. He actually has some respect for you. And he's going to give you the Earth Badge. All right. He's turning it around. So just in case you have any Pokemon above level seventy, you're you're solid. They'll all <laughs> obey you. And you got that TM twenty seven,
1: which is Fissure.
0: Yeah, and it is actually extremely good in this game. It is the secret uh, weapon. Oh yeah. Uh, it is a one hit kill. Oh man! But only if they if you go first, I think it is. Okay. But if you use one of the X things with it, you're guaranteed to always kill someone. It's basically oh. how it works cool so they changed it after this game so that the x whatever doesn't right. affect this one in that same way but okay. here in red and blue and i think yellow it's still like one of the two instant kill moves of the game cool but you have defeated giovanni you now have every badge there's only one place to go and that is to the very top take your way up routes 22 and 23 to victory road yeah but before you go
1: who could it got be one
0: last encounter <laughs> With good old Gary, your rival,
1: Gary, you rat!
0: And I got this is where I got got by Gary, where I was not ready. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, let me go check this out. And then he ran up to me. I was like, mm, I haven't, I haven't healed all my Pokemon.
1: Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, if you're if you're wounded, and not, you're like, ugh, it's gonna take forever.
0: And it did, but I I still beat him. Uh, he now has an Alakazam and a, R- a Rhydon in there, so watch out. Mm-hmm. But you can defeat him and move on to this strange route to Victory Road. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it's just full of. There's like eight people who wait, and they're like, "You can only come here if you have this badge." And they each name one, and then they're like, "You got it, go on." Yeah, and you just keep. It's a long, easy path, but
0: you do have to have a surf to get up through here, though, on one of your Pokemon. Yes, and then on top of that, there is a tiny chunk of grass where you can get a Sand Slash or an Arbok.
1: I really like Sand Slash, but it's not available in red. It was one of the Pokemon. Like, I like Sandshrew early on, and I was like, I want that. And it was like, nope, got the wrong cart, bro.
0: Yeah. Uh, but at the top is Victory Road, which is not a road, but a cave. <laughs> right. I found that confusing.
1: And it is. And this is quite the
0: puzzly one. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in here. Uh, there are Machokes, Machokes, Marowaks, Gravelers, Zubats, Onyxes, Mm-hmm. Lots of things to fight in here. Uh, Zubats, Golbats, Venomoths. Oh, I was full on repelling nonstop. Yeah. And running at this point.
1: Well, it's just I I wasn't even as highly leveled as you were, but I was still like, I don't need any of this anymore. I'm at the end of this game. I've already got my six Pokemon, so I don't want
0: to even capture any. So instead of dropping boulders to new levels, you have to push boulders around like in a uh Sokoban puzzle. Yeah. And guide them onto switches that will then drop little mini force fields.
1: Right, right.
0: Now there is an exit to this cave you need to get to, but the real treasure is at the very bottom left corner of the bottom floor is the third and final legendary Pokemon Moltres. Yes, a fiery phoenix-like creature. Mm -hmm. Same as before, it is also level 50. Do what you did, add it to your Pokédex
1: capture it
0: once you leave the cave you have access to your final Pokemart.
1: yes you're up here on the indigo plateau
0: and this is where you definitely need to stock up because once you enter the final area you cannot leave to heal
1: right so you want all the goodies you can afford
0: and if you're nick and i you probably have a bajillion dollars so you can afford whatever you want
1: yeah, honestly, it was harder to find room for us. Like ugh, managing my, you know, because I was just hoarding all these TMs, and I—I I, I don't know, I was a a fool.
0: And up here is the elite four, not the final four or the fearsome foursome or the fantastic four. <laughs> it is the final four, and you must fight them in order. The elite four. Oh my god! It is the elite four, and you must fight them in a specific order, starting with Lorelei. Yeah. Who
1: has a bunch of
0: icy Pokemon and all her, all
1: the levels here are like in the fifties. So guts to be ready.
0: Yeah. Cause just normal attacks from these things will hurt you. I mean, I was, I was healing Pokemon during the fight and I hadn't had to do that much in this game. Yeah. Yeah. So these, these battles are pretty intense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and Lorelei was one of the trickiest ones for me because my only real, I mean, I, I didn't really use the Moltres, but I finally had my Arcanine, so I was like, "All right, I'm really going to kick butt here." But it didn't. I didn't have all these great attacks necessarily, so it was just a no. slow slog.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some decent rock. Ty- I had my decent rock type, and I had strong fire type, so I was ready to rock and roll through here. Mm-hmm. My nine tails. I chose it over the Moltres because I had better attacks on it. Nice, because I had used some TMs on it, so I had flamethrower and something else.
1: Ugh, I- yeah.
0: And she uses a Dewgong, Cloyster, Slowbro, Jinx, and a Lapras.
1: I just want to say that Cloyster is one of the, I think that is a scary looking Pokemon. Agreed. Like that evil face in this shell. Ugh, it's horrible.
0: After that is Bruno, the second of the Elite Four. And he is uh, very obviously a martial artist or a fighter. He wears no shirt mm-hmm. or shoes, and he will give you the service. Now, his squad is almost all fighting types. <laughs> they are Onyx, Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, another Onyx, and a Machomp. And these guys are all, again, above level 50. Yeah. level 53 to 58. Uh, now, if you have any of those birds, they are flying types, so they will definitely do good against them. And Psychic-type Pokemon are also extremely good here, except the fact that my Psychic-type Pokemon, his defense was very low, so he can only take, like, mm. one hit. You know, oh. one hit, and he's down to, like, his bottom third of health. Ugh. So... Finally here at the Elite Four, I had to give up my dream of having a Dragonair. Uh-huh. And at this point with Bruno, I realized I could no longer pull out my draga, my Dragon, whatever, and get experience and then swap it because these the guys were just too strong. Yeah, I could not just take a hit from one of these without basically being close to death.
1: Wow. This was uh, the easiest one for me because I was like, just stick your Haunter out there. Mm hmm. And it can't get hurt, so that <laughs> just well, killed them all.
0: Psychic killed them all when one hit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Before I could even they could attack. I just had to, you know, swallow my pride and stop trying to get that dragon
1: out Oh uh, yeah. Well, you know.
0: Next up is Agatha, and she is in charge of mystery Pokemon. No. Uh <laughs> Agatha. She doesn't actually have a type. She has a lot of ghosts and other things. This is a tough one too. She has a Gengar, a Golbat, a Haunter, an Arbok, and a Gengar. And this was one where I just had to pull open that chart and be like, okay. Yeah. Each one, I have to figure out which one of my Pokemon in my final final crew can handle this. Indeed. And she's even tougher because her lowest level one is a 55, and her Gengar tops out at 60.
1: Oof, which sucks. I mean, it's like with Ghost types, you can't really win. You know what I mean? Like, there's no one strong against them. So
0: I think I use like physical, like a bite or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just got to take, take it when, take it as it comes, man. Take what you can after. Get.
0: And after each one of these, uh, of the elite four, you do have a chance to heal your Pokemon and heal any sort of, uh, status ailment you have as well. Oh, which thank goodness. Because you probably need it. After you've defeated Agatha, you move on to Lance. And I love Lance's look. Yeah. He looks cool. He's got his cape and his sweet hair i'm glad that like he's like you know what i'm gonna i deserve to rock a cape i've not seen anyone else wear a cape in this game but as one of the elite four he's like i can wear a cape who's gonna say no to me
1: yeah well he's got five dragon pokemon here pretty much
0: so and as you can remember us saying from the very first episode not a lot is good against the dragon type now ice and fighting type are pretty good but no one can defend
1: yeah, so it's this was a big one for my Articuno as well,
0: ice beaming away and swapping in and out. Not only are these these guys Dragon type, they are from level fifty eight to level sixty two. Yes, so tough. I'm sorry, fifty six to fifty two, but sixty two, but still, that is very tough. Yeah, and it's all about those water attacks, and just I used a ton of potions. Mm-hmm. And once way through. you defeat Lance, that's it. You are the best, or are you? Someone else has already beaten the Elite Four. Who could it be? Who could it be, Nick? Well, you know. Oh, I do know. For me, it was Ninjak. Ah, I could smell him a mile away. Your your rival has already been here. And if you want to be the very best, the best that ever was, there's one more person to defeat, and that is your rival. And depending on what you chose, he now has a different, and by chose, I mean as your starter Pokemon. He has a different set of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. to fight you with now Gary's Pokemon he always has a Pidgeot and Alakazam and a Rhydon mm-hmm. but if you have a Bulbasaur he has a, a Gyarados an Arcanine and a Venusaur so that's that's a tough team mm-hmm. if you've got a Squirtle like us he's got an Arcanine an Exeggutor and a Blastoise if you chose Charmander he's got an Exeggutor a Gyarados and a Charizard or maybe that's if he chose that one. Opposite yours, I mean. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. I got Those you. are if he chose that one. And these are all levels 60, 59 for one of them, but everything else is 61 through 65.
1: Which, you know, is is tough. But... but if you've got
0: the right Pokemon in your in your arsenal, yeah, you can take out each one of these like a laser beam. And enough items. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't need to as much because, I mean, my Pokemon were stupidly leveled up. So I had some very strong attacks on each of the key types to defeat his his little gang of Pokemon there. Yeah, totally doable. And once you have defeated him, he concedes you are the greatest Pokemoner. You are the true champion, the greatest Pokemon trainer in the Kanto region.
1: That's you. Uh,
0: Professor Oak joins you and your rival. He congratulates you, tells you you've grown so very much. Mm-hmm. He tells Gary he lost because he never loved his Pokemon. Mm. It was you as your bond with your Pokemon that made you the true champion. And at the very end, you get to go to the Pokemon Hall of Fame, where each of your Pokemon used in battle are enshrined permanently in the Hall of Fame. You get to see each of them with the name you gave them, their level and their little picture, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, they're heroes. They are heroes of the land. And this is very slow. But at the end, it also shows you. You are now a hero. You are in the Hall of Fame.
1: As I should you be. You are
0: given a final Pokédex rating. Ah, and man. then <laughs> you get a nice credits uh, where you have the full staff. And a different Pokémon ushers each one by. You get to see their, their big old sprite one last time. Yeah, yeah. And it is a very long set of credits. And at the very end, just as simple, the end. And you restart at the main screen, but your save file has now changed. When you start up, there is one more area you can access.
1: That's right. The
0: kind of uh, an early post-game content here. Yes, the Unknown Dungeon. Ba-ba-ba. Now, if you go back to Route 24, just north of Cerulean City, you can swim. You can use that old surf to mm-hmm. get to this mysterious cave. Inside this cave, there are Wigglytuff's, Cadabras. Doderos, Rhydons, Hypnos, I think the only place you can find the Hypno, and many other rare Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Including that Rhydon you wanted so badly. Mm. But at the very end of this mysterious cave, most importantly, is Mew2, the psychic Pokemon, the product of the experiments of some crazy Pokemon scientists.
1: Yeah, he's like the Weapon X of Pokemon.
0: Indeed. Did we learn his origin in that movie we watched a billion years ago?
1: Yeah, I think because it had Mew as well. I don't remember seeing Mew in this. Is Mew in here at all, or is it just no? Because Mew
0: Mew's gone. He's extinct, I think. And they used like yeah. his DNA to make Mewtwo.
1: Yeah, is there something weird? I don't. Yeah,
0: because doesn't I, I'm pretty sure like Ash dies in the movie, and then like the love of Pikachu and the power of Mewtwo bring him back to life.
1: One of them, yeah. Love wins the day in the end. I I remember being very disappointed
0: <laughs> with that. But Mewtwo is the reason you saved that Master Ball. It's the only way you can guarantee a catch for him because it's very elusive. Mm-hmm. And once you have captured Mew, that's it. There's nothing else to do. Fill out your Pokédex, catch them all, and then fight your friends. You have beaten Pokémon. This is it. The final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories. Each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Me too. I'm mainly on the strength of its incredible sprite work.
1: Yeah, I would say so. It, even if you don't like a lot of the designs, which I do, it seems to have... Same. just. A huge variety, so you got to respect that.
0: And they really do a lot with very little. I mean, the all the creatures are distinct and interesting looking. Mm-hmm. And even though they use them, they repeat them, the trainers you find, the other people in the world, I love their sprites. Like, I sincerely mm-hmm. love almost all of them. They're all interesting. They all have some sort of quirk that's just fun to check out. They're just great. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. There's not a lot of animation, but what you get is pretty solid. Yeah. The overhead stuff when you're walking around your towns, it's distinct enough to what you know where you're at and what's what you're in. Yeah, yeah. The interior of buildings is cool and accurate. It looks like the place it's supposed to be. Yeah. And while the music isn't full of uh, bangers, it's all very good and it's never annoying. Yeah, that's, that's the key there. In an RPG, it's more important to be not annoying than to be great. Right, right. Next up is play control. And this is always a hard one to decide when you're using playing an RPG style game like this.
1: Yeah, I mostly think of it kind of in the I think it's got a pretty standard menu system. You know, it works fine. I wish I could have held more items maybe, but I mean, I I give it it a a, 2.5. Yeah,
0: I give it a 3.0. My biggest complaints are uh, it's really slow, so I'm not sure if that is any part of it. Uh, the big, My biggest complaint, though, about inventory is that there's no easy way to sort things.
1: Yeah. yeah I, do, I
0: I spent too much time taking everything out of my pockets and putting them back in in weird orders <laughs> just to uh, just to get things. I mean, I had all my TMS in the correct numerical order, et cetera, et cetera. So oh, wow. OK, it's uh, yeah, I have a problem. Hey. Um, but, you know, <laughs> three point. Next up is challenge factor. What did you rank this? I gave it a one point. Oh. As did I. All this right. game is not hard at all. I mean, it has gives you every opportunity to beat it from saving anywhere, yeah, to the ability to level any creature up as high as you want it to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess I think it probably ends at ninety nine.
1: Yeah, yeah, makes sense. But it's pretty standard fare for an RPG that really. Like, you constantly know everything has a weakness, so if you have enough information, you can usually figure out the the very easy path to go. I mean, I, I know I did.
0: And finally, we have Theme and Fun. I gave it a 3.5. And I gave it a 4.0. I'm really glad that we gave this game a, a chance here uh, as grown men, <laughs> not the young men that played it before, because... Right, right. I really did like it and I I really liked the a lot of the ad- addictive chunks of it. I mean, I was like I said, I put in 40 some hours on this game, playing it, leveling guys up, and while there are a lot of things that are a little repetitive and uh, you know, can be annoying in some ways, I think the core gameplay and the fact that you have so many different types of creatures and things to do really gives me like, you know, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, it and it's funny. It's really
1: funny. It's it's funny and I am not a collector type person in most games or even RPGs. So, you know, it says a lot that I w- I was still interested in pulling through. And especially if you just want to beat it, it's not that hard or that demanding. And all if you have is- the ability to play with someone else, then there's oh, yeah. a whole extra level for
0: you there. Yeah, all I can say is that from this point on in my life, whenever I see that bumper sticker or see someone fishing, I am going to think <laughs> I'd rather be working.
1: I'd rather be working. So good.
0: And finally, Nick, I ask at the end of every show or at the end of four episodes covering one game, <laughs> should you play this game? I, I think it's worth a play. I agree. I'm not sure if this is the best way to play it is the original version. Yeah. I feel like if you can speed it up, that's the way to go. I don't know if that's an option on the re-releases on the 3DS, but perhaps Fire Red or Leaf Green is a more palatable version for modern players. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it is definitely worth checking out, especially to see how this giant behemoth of a franchise got its start. Agreed. The next game we play will be 1943 for the Nintendo Entertainment System, but we still have one more episode here in our Pokemon series, our Pokédex episode, where we will be going through every single Pokemon in this game. Wow. Yes, you will have our two super informed opinion about them all. Just kidding, (laughs) we... We'll have a special guest with us that knows more about Pokemon than Nick and I could ever hope to imagine. Yes. So if you are looking for a new game to play, jump on that 1943 and uh ooh, it's a rough one. It I is. mean in terms of difficulty. It's a fun game, but hard. Yeah. So yeah. find a copy of it and
1: play along friends. That's right. And if you want to weigh in on the orange versus yellow saffron debate, you can do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we will
0: tabulate your results. Or you want to let us know what your favorite Pokemon in this original 151 is, let us know too. Uh, You can hit us up on Twitter at Cart Command, on Facebook at Cartridge Command, where we sometimes let you know when new shows drop. But of course, at the end of every show, we always go out of our way to thank those awesome, those kind, wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their financial support that makes this show actually happen. Yeah, and we appreciate it. Indeed. We are just a couple of dudes that do this in our spare time. And without you, we wouldn't have the money to replace the faulty cables we've just did or Uh? pay for gas or our hosting fees or any of those other things that keep this show coming to you as often as we can get it out, usually every week. So thank you all so very, very much. If you don't give, consider doing so. Even a dollar would be great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thanks again, folks. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on. Good, good, good game. on. Oh. do, 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 do. Okay. They got a cat going crazy in there. It's trying to get in this room. I hear him meowing. Hey, now I got. Maybe my dog hears your cat. Mailman time. I don't know where.